bringing the party to you. Dance tonight. I was way off. Hold on to your butts. What's up, heroes, and welcome to the Stephen Corson Show, where we discuss financial strategies, habits, and mindset to get you to your first 100K and then get you to your first million, all in the pursuit of true wealth and modern freedom. Everybody has personal systems. Whether you meant to make them or not, it doesn't really matter. We all have systems. And I know that was a weird thing for me when I started thinking about, okay, well, what kind of personal systems do I have in my life? It got even weirder when I found out that every system is perfect to create the intended outcome that it makes. And what exactly does all that mean? If you're not familiar with systems in general, you may be going, okay, like, I kind of know what a system is like you have the solar system and there's systems in our body. But like, what are you talking about, Stephen? So let's take it a step back, because today I want to talk about the skeleton system. And I'm not talking about the one that is actually inside of your body. I don't even know if that's technically a system or not, if it's just a skeleton, but whatever. Anyway, moving on. Um, the, the skeleton system that I'm talking about is a base level system that every single person can use. So I truly believe that in three areas of life that comprise the skeleton system, this is something that if you are doing this, this is the base level optimal, uh, setup that everyone can do. And then you can continue to build your other personal systems on top of it, kind of like a skeleton, right? So, What is a system exactly? A system is really just comprised of three different things. It's an input, a process, and an output. That's it. It's as simple as that. So if I am trying to get six-pack abs and I start doing 50 sit-ups a day, okay? Well, my input is the 50 sit-ups. The process is every day I'm doing it. And then the output would be the fact that, well, I get a stronger core, but I don't really get six-pack abs, So now I have to sit there and I have to go, hmm, well, I'm getting a stronger core, but I'm not getting six pack abs. Well, there's a fourth element to any dynamic system, and that's feedback. So what that means is I look at the outcome and I say, all right, I've been doing sit ups for two months now. I'm not seeing any more abs, but I feel stronger. What's going on? Well, I do a little bit of research and I figure out that, oh, well, you know, I've got a nice little layer of fat on here because I continue to eat too many calories every day. And showing your six pack actually has more to do with diet than it does exercise. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that feedback from the outcome and see that sit-ups alone aren't getting me what I want. And I'm going to readjust my input. So now I'm going to keep doing the 50 sit-ups every day. But instead of eating two donuts for breakfast every day, I'm going to trade that out for like Greek yogurt, which is, you know, healthier for you, right? So now... I put that in the process. I continue to do that every day. Now, all of a sudden, I have two-pack abs. I can see the top part. Things are looking good after time goes by. But I'm not getting the other four. So, okay, again, we go back. We research. We do feedback. We change the input. Yada, yada. That's a very simple example of a personal system. So, what does that look like in our life? Well, the thing is, a lot of times we end up getting systems that we just kind of fall into by habit. It's not something that... Uh, we meant to do. It's just the way that, you know, the wind was blowing that day and that's where we went. So the entire point of personal systems is that in the context of lifestyle design, we want them to get us to our objectives. In lifestyle design, we have 36 month 
um, goals that we are reaching for called objectives. So whatever those objectives are, we want our personal systems to be in alignment with that to some degree. So one of the ways that this is really important is financially. So the very first step of the um, skeleton system is focusing on what happens with your paycheck. So imagine this. I, I normally in my masterclass, I'll have like a graph breakdown for you. But for those just listening to the podcast, I'll, I'll break this down a little bit. So your what happens when your paycheck comes? OK, uh, your work goes, they cut a check. Hopefully it's automated. If it's not, then right off the bat, the it's wrong. So if you get a physical check, you need to go to your job and you need to have them direct deposit that into a bank account. So that is the first step uh, with your paycheck. Then as soon as you've done that, if you have a 401k or a Roth IRA or any type of retirement account, then once that auto deposits into your bank account, it should automatically flow into that. Most of the time, dependent on the financial institution you're using for one of those, it's actually required. But if not, you need to make sure that that is the first step of what's happening if that's not already automated. The next thing is once that's done, it goes paycheck, it's the early retirement accounts, anything like that, and boom, goes into checking, right? All right, so now we have finally had whatever's left over from our paycheck hit the the checking account. It's now our take home pay. Well, going back to the bottom, what I uh, or going back to uh, the system, what I recommend is that the checking is then automated into three different buckets. So first, it automatically pays off your credit card. The second is that you're automatically depositing into an investment account. So if you like to invest into mutual funds or ETFs or individual stocks, whatever the case is, If you know, hey, I'm going to be investing 500 bucks a month into this, then that should automatically happen. You can automatically have that transfer every single month. And then with savings accounts, it's the exact same thing. How much do you need to be saving to make sure your financial foundation is fully funded? And again, a financial foundation is six to 12 months expenses. So keep that savings automatically going until that's done. Now, The last part of this that should be done and the reason for the credit card is that you want as many bills as possible. Normally about 95% of your bills can be automated to a credit card. There's a couple, sometimes utility companies, they want it coming out of a checking account. There's different ones like that. It depends on where you live. Um, But almost everything you do can be sent uh, to your credit card. So once all of those are automatically being paid, you don't have to manually go in and pay almost any of your bills. The only bill you pay manually every month is the credit card. And guess what? Because we have that set up to automatically be taken care of, so interest doesn't hit, we're just collecting on those rewards basically and everything's getting done. So that is the paycheck aspect of the skeleton system, a base level system that you can have. Now, again, as your finances get more complicated, as you start making other investments, then you can continue to branch out on this. The skeleton system is just the base level automation. The next one is food. Now, this is one that I find eats up a lot of time for people. This was eating up a lot of time for me and my family, me and my wife. You know, it's constantly figuring out, hey, what are we doing for dinner tonight? 
I don't know, like, what do we have? Like, check in the fridge. Okay, look at just a lot of time was wasted around this. And especially as you start to get kids and they're like super picky on food, you know, it can feel a little bit more complicated because let's face it, I don't want to eat dino nuggies every single night. <laughs> so, you know, it's one of those things to where we really had to figure out what we wanted to do. Well, an example of a food system is we like to use a two-week rotating schedule. And the reason we do two weeks is that way we're just not eating the same food all the time. We get bored with it. Um, you don't have to do that. You can just choose a weekly one if you want, but we like to do two weeks. So what we do is we'll go, all right, we're going to plan out meal one, meal two. And then on the third day, we're going to order takeout somewhere. All right. Then meal three, meal four, we're going to eat those two days. And then we're going to dine out or do takeout again on that last day. And then the other day is a flex. Maybe we end up doing a cookout. Maybe, you know, we go over to somebody's house. We don't know. We just leave that one up again. We, we don't want to over systemize it for ourselves. Maybe that's something you want to do, but that's just what we choose to do. But this is great because now we know, okay, every week we have four meals that we are going to plan on, four dinners. So what we do is for week one, it's like, okay, first night spaghetti. Next night, we're doing tacos. The next night after that, we're grilling hamburgers. And then the fourth meal is going to be like a crock pot chicken, something like that. Well, then you go to week two and it's different. Maybe we do spaghetti again, but then, you know, the next time we choose to do something like, uh, um, you know, shrimp tacos, you know, whatever the case may be. So we plan that out over two weeks and then we just know week one, week two, week one, week two. And when we need to go grocery shopping, we know exactly what it is we need based off, you know, whatever that week is. We don't have to talk about it. There doesn't have to be time figured out to go, okay, well, what night is it? You know, what night are we going to eat this? Everything's just planned and automated. It's great. And then on top of that, we rarely ever go to the grocery store anymore. We actually use a food ordering service. And you know that I, when it comes to fees and different things like that, with things like Uber Eats, I can really you know, get down on those. I don't like a lot of those, but for a lot of these kind of Instacart and shipped, here's the catch that I find with groceries. When I'm in a grocery store, there's a lot of psychological and behavioral traps that, you know, people who have been doing marketing and studied, you know, uh, like the flow of grocery stores and all that, they're really good at placement. And I will a lot of times walk in and normally one of the first things you see in a grocery store is the BOGO section, you know, buy one, get one free. And it's like, oh, well, I wasn't planning on buying that today. But since I'm here and that it's buy one, get one, I mean, it's a good deal. So, you know, slot that in the basket. Well, the thing is, when I use these, you know, shipped, you know, type services, um, they just buy what I tell them to buy. That's it. All the psychological and marketing traps are completely gone. I don't like get in line. Then you have all the candy bars sitting there and the gum and everything else. That's, you know, those last second buys that you just grab and waste five bucks on. None of that happens. So I actually end up saving more by getting people to do my grocery shopping for me than me doing it myself on top of the time savings. It's fantastic. So that's the next level of automation, um, you know, or, or outsourcing that you can add on top of this system. But yeah, that's what I recommend on the food side. So now for the last part of the skeleton system, it's comes down to cleaning. Now, a lot of people get a little controversial with this one. It's fine, you know, but this is something that for me, as I continue to work with individuals on maximizing their time, maximizing their money, focusing on the relationship between your time, energy, and money, I'm really confident that I can say that pretty much every single person 
should have some type of maid service or cleaning lady. Okay. For me, when I got a maid service, I don't have them coming in every day or anything like that. They're not doing my laundry. They're coming in to do a deep clean. Okay. That's what I'm recommending here. I'm not recommending you get a maid every single day. Obviously that would get ex- really expensive. But even if you have a tiny apartment, you can get a maid service for like 30, 50 bucks or something a month. It's, it's great. And what they will do is they will come in and they will do a deep clean of the house for you. They get in here, they do the floors, um, clean off the dust from, you know, all of the, the blinds, different things like that, turn down with the, uh, the bed sheets. So all of these things that I would normally do once a month that might take me and my wife six to eight hours to complete. They come in, they get it done in two hours. I pay them 200 bucks and we call it a day. You know, well, that $200 to get eight hours back, I am then able to use that time to either go enjoy my life and live a little bit more, or I can use that to do more revenue generating things and make more money for my family. So, you know, we need to be paying attention to that. So I, I really feel that for a lot of people, Doing the deep clean of the house takes up so much time that it's just not worth it when you have the opportunity to pay a maid service to come in. And I automated on top of that by having a maid service that I've been working with for a long time. I have it set up on auto pay. And then we have a recurring monthly schedule every three months. So every three months I get it scheduled. We figure out days that work and then boom, it's done. I don't worry about it. They show up. I let them in. They do a great job. They get paid and boom. It's over. So that is the three components of what I call the skeleton system. I really believe that every single person can best maximize their time, their energy, and their money by using the skeleton system in the three different areas of food, your paycheck, and cleaning. If you do that and then you continue to evaluate what your long-term objectives are continue to build on top of the skeleton system. It's not meant to be the only thing you're intentionally doing. It's meant to be the base. Then continue to optimize beyond that. And what I think you'll find is that number one, you'll end up doing a lot of things that you didn't you know, want to do. Um, but then, uh, or I'm sorry, I don't know if I said that right. What, what I mean is you'll end up not, yeah, you'll not do a lot of things you want to do. It's a double negative. I, I, I don't know <laughs> if I'm saying that right. It's a Monday. Sorry, y'all. So, but the point is there are things that you probably don't want to be doing, like freaking out about groceries, having constant conversations about what you're going to do for dinner, you know, doing deep clean on the house, different things like that. You will be able to get rid of a lot of those things and then start doing the things that you want to do with your time. There, I think I got it out right. So that is what the skeleton system is really meant to do. It's going to set you up nicely to kind of get things started. Once you put that intentional plan into place, then you can start to build out from it from there. 